Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. We talk about homes quite a bit. Homes being a refuge. Homes being a safe space. At least that's what we like to think of them as. It becomes very, very uncomfortable when something invades that space. Whether it be the living. Whether it be relatives that have shown up unannounced or friends that show up unannounced uh your kids friends that show up unannounced whatever it may be the living can make a home very uncomfortable even worse so when it's the unliving the the dead that show up unannounced at your home and refuse to leave that can make a home very very uncomfortable the last place we want a haunting to occur is in our house it's one thing if it's out somewhere and you're visiting a haunted location and, ooh, look at that. That creepy thing that happened at the museum. That was spooky. Let's go home. <laughs> it's a whole other... You go home and, oh my God, that's the same shadow thing we saw at the museum. That's that's never good. On today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, we have three stories of hauntings that occur inside homes. Things that invade people's personal space to a very uncomfortable level. A shadow person following a young woman home only to torment her whole family late at night. Also, what do you do when a strange woman comes knocking on your door late at night asking you to follow her, showing up right on your doorstep? And how does a husband and wife handle the reality that one of them is very much under the control, some may say possession, of a dark spirit and causes one of them to lash out violently at the other. Some creepy stuff. We're going to get into all those stories today on EPP bonus episode number 281 of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name is Tony Bruski. Stay with us. On the telephone In the rhythm of your woe Dark entities ever get confused as to who they're targeting? Are they completely infallible in their thinking? On the it's a question you have to ask because sometimes it almost seems that they're sometimes can be just as confused as the living. A lot of times we have this preconceived notion that when you're dead, you suddenly have all this knowledge of like everything and there are no questions you just have the answers i don't know that that's always true even for something dark and ominous at least that's what i'm led to believe in our next story a mother and daughter terrified by a shadow entity that seems to be lurking around them 
lurking around the daughter in the woods, following her home at night, and eventually crouching outside of the door, claws on the window, but initially targeting the wrong person in the house. Or so it seems. Take a listen. I have experiences with the paranormal since before I can even remember. My mother and I are both what people would call sensitives. She'd come to my room at night when I was very young because I'd be talking to someone. She told me the stories of this and how she could feel someone in the room with me and would tell them to leave me alone. I have several stories which I will share over time. My first story But not my first experience when I was in high school. This is a two-part story. We were having a friend and family get-together one evening. My best friend was there, and so was my boyfriend at the time, plus others around our age. We were taking turns on my ATV. It was my BFF and I on the ATV. As we ended up in a very wooded area, an area I technically wasn't allowed to be in as it was away from my home. My BFF and I had a paranormal experience together before, and this was going to be another one to add to the pile. I stopped the ATV because I thought she had yelled my name in my ear. She was sitting behind me and I was driving. I stopped and she asked me why. I told her that she shouted my name in my ear. I thought something was wrong, so I stopped to find out why. My friend was puzzled and told me she hadn't called my name. Confused, I turned to look at her and in the corner of my eye I saw something in the woods. I turned back, and in the distance between the two trees, I saw the shape of a man, except he was completely black. I froze. I've had a lot of experiences with shadow people growing up, and my instincts were screaming at me. My friend behind me gasped, seeing the figure herself, and urged me to get us out of there. As she said this, the figure suddenly leaped towards us. I gunned the ATV and headed towards home. Back on the asphalt, the hairs on the back of my neck stood on end. I could sense something following us just as fast through the woods on our left. A loud bang made us both shout and jump in our seats as I took a sharp turn onto my street. When I pulled into the driveway, we bolted inside. We discussed the bang and neither of us could figure out where it came from. We had both turned towards the sound which had come towards the woods. There were no houses on that side of the street. After a bit, we calmed down and didn't tell the others who took their turn on the ATV, what had happened. My boyfriend then wanted to get on with me. I hesitated. It had been about an hour since the incident, and I was much calmer by then. I agreed. That was a mistake. My boyfriend was driving. I was seated behind him. We were on the grass between the road and the sidewalk, going nearly at max speed. The next thing I knew, we hit an invisible wall. The ATV seems to have crashed into something, jerked to a sudden stop, We were thrown off the ATV, which then apparently kept going and crashed into a tree while we crashed into the ground. I lost consciousness for a few seconds because I remember the impact that my boyfriend shaking me awake looking terrified because I hadn't responded at first. He helped me sit up, my head pounding. My first words were, what did we hit? My boyfriend shook his head and said he had no idea. I told him I was okay and we immediately started looking around for whatever it was that we had run into. However, there was no hole, dip, or rock. Nothing but smooth grass. Nothing to explain why the ATV suddenly just bucked and threw us off like ragdolls. It seemed like too much of a coincidence. 
after that Shadow Man experience earlier, and suddenly we were thrown off the ATV for no reason. The ATV was magically unharmed. We took it to his house to clean up and then returned to my house and told no one what happened. I did tell my BFF, of course, who immediately thought the Shadow Man was involved. I wish it ended there, however. That night, after everyone had gone home and everyone was asleep, my mom came into my room and asked if I was okay. I told her I was, but I got this strange gut feeling. I got up, went into a small family room at the front of the house where my mom typically ends up on nights she can't sleep, and sure enough, I found my mom sitting on the sofa. I asked her what was wrong. She then told me that she had gotten up to go to the kitchen to get something to drink. When she had been in her bedroom doorway, she suddenly saw a large, dark shadow streak across the back sliding door, which was, to her, to the immediate left side. With no lights in the back of the house and no house behind ours and the shadow being too big to be a bird, she couldn't explain it. She'd also gotten a very dark feeling and chills, and immediately, my face popped up in her head. Concerned, she went to check on me. Note that both my parents' bedroom and mine are at the back of the house. My sister's room was across from mine at the front of the house, next to the kitchen. The shadow had gone from her end of the house and straight towards my end. Spooked because of earlier experiences, I sat down with my mom on the sofa. We talked for a bit and she said she was cold and was going to get a blanket from her room. She left and I immediately followed, not wanting to be left alone. To get to my mom's room, I must go towards the sliding door, which is adjacent to my mom's bedroom door. I was just a foot from both my mom's door and the sliding door when something dark and large, nearly a third of the sliding door's height, flew across the door from my right to left. From my right side of the house to my mom's side of the house, I froze and my mom stepped out and asked what was wrong. I told her I saw it, the shadow, just then. She ushered me to the small den where we stayed for hours until we both were too sleepy to keep our eyes open and were calm enough to go to sleep. The next morning, my mom shook me awake and told me to come in there. I followed her to the front door just a few feet to the right of the family room sofa we had been sitting on most of the night. On the long, narrow glass window next to the door, near the bottom was a handprint with five overly long fingernails as if something had been crouched down at the door and had pressed a hand on the glass trying to peek in. That's we're going to press pause on this week's preview portion of our EPP bonus episode to hear the rest of it and get access to all 281 bonus episodes and, of course, the rest of this one. Get access to our audiobook. Get an e-copy of our book as well, both on sale on Amazon and bestsellers uh, and Audible. Uh, you get all those when you become an extra podcast person. EPPghostpodcast.com is where you do that or patreon.com slash Stories. $5 a month gets you access to all 281 bonus episodes, advanced episodes of our show, ad-free, as well as, like I said, the audiobook, the, uh, the digital e-copy of the book, if you prefer to actually read it on your device, uh, and a whole lot of other, other extras there for you as an extra podcast person. Just go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. And the rest of this episode, what do you do when a strange woman comes knocking on your door late at night asking you to follow her? That is a creepy story from a hospital campus. How does a husband and wife handle the reality that one of them is under the control of a dark spirit? Is it a demon? I don't know, but it sure as hell doesn't like the other. How do they go through that? How do they get through that? Or do they? It's coming up in the
the rest of this episode. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to hear it all. Check it out. Keep us on the air. And thank you for the support. Before I die